0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Happy holidays, everyone. It's Elizabeth Kay, your host with 50 Shades of K. And because it is the holiday season, we're thinking about others. We're talking about helping others. And that's why it's a perfect time to bring in my friend and guest, Tammy Flynn. Welcome back. Hello. Last time she was here, we were talking about her launching her own podcast. Mm -hmm. Well, she's gone above and beyond just a podcast. Tammy Flynn has created the On Air Advocate. It's an online platform to provide education, support, and empowerment for everyone with different abilities, mental and medical illness, and their caregivers. So if you know someone that's a caregiver, maybe it's yourself, you want to connect with Tammy Flynn and be a part of the On Air Advocate because, Tammy, you're doing really big things. Congratulations. Thank
1: you so much. Let me tell you from being in the salon industry and owning a brick and mortar business my whole life to going to doing things digitally. Kudos to every single person out there who does this for a living because
0: holy cow. (laughs) Well, in your your first episode of the podcast that I listened to, you talked about getting organized. How for a lot of people that are caretakers, being organized is really important and going into a new year 2018 is right around the Mm -hmm. corner. A lot of people are setting those goals. This is the year for me. I'm like, I'm going to get organized when it comes to my finances. I'm going to get organized when it comes to my closet. But for people that are caretakers, you really have to be organized because you have someone else depending on you.
1: Right. And I think that there is so much overwhelming material that you receive from every doctor's appointment and medical bills that come in. And if you have children, them going through the whole school system and IEPs and all of that. So in my first podcast, I really challenged everyone for the new year before we hit 2018. We might not get it all into file cabinets. We might not get it all, you know, on Excel spreadsheets. Right. Um, but the goal would be to make sure that we get it all into one spot. So as 2018 comes, we can start to organize that together. And as I was telling you, you know, the On Air Advocate is an online platform. So we are going in multiple areas, not just in podcasting. And so with that being said, we are going to be doing some YouTube tutorial videos on easy ways to get organized at home, different charting systems, et cetera. Because that's really where I found that there was such a gap. There is such a gap in the auditory information that we take in.
0: Yes. And you brought that up in your first episode, which I listened to to because Tammy is a caretaker you have four children and one of your children has severe special needs Mm -hmm. he's how old now he is 20 so So, she has some experience with this let me tell you and you mentioned that for caretakers a lot of the times you're using your hands which means you have your ears free which is why this is great that people can just put in their earphones and listen when they have the time to do so, but still right. be productive because they're still able to use their hands.
1: Right. Cause I you know, I've always thought to myself, I'm like, you have all of these websites and all the brochures and all the material that you're given. But when you are a caregiver on a daily basis, when do you have the time to actually comb through all of those things? You're right. So we have developed with the auditory formats from you know a Facebook, obviously regular page, to also having a Facebook community and that's growing. So that's a private community where people can come on You do have to request to be in the group. And as the new year comes, we are going to start to tackle, throw around ideas because I do feel like the best resources come from others. Obviously, my son has his different diagnoses, right? So those are the things I am an expert in. And everyone else has the same for the people that they are caring for. And over my you know um, last 20 years, the last two decades, I really found that the best content I have ever received and best information has been sharing from others. So I'm really, really, really excited about that Facebook community and going to gather that together. It's going to connect so many different people together from
0: all over the world. And for people that are looking to connect, it is the On Air Advocate. That's how they can find it when it comes to the podcast. And what is the website?
1: Um, it's onairadvocate.com. So if you go to onairadvocate.com, you will find, you know, our Twitter, our Instagram, our Facebook community, our Facebook page, our YouTube channel, as well as all of the podcasts are right on the Facebook page. So if you don't know how to get to that application, I know that in your podcast, sometimes you talk about that. Find that. Find the the purple podcast (laughs) app.
0: Everybody with an Apple product has it. But yes, right. it, sometimes it is hard for people to find, which is why it's great you're on different online platforms.
1: And you have different topics every week. Is that how you're doing it now? Yeah. So coming in 2018, it will strictly be every week there'll be a new topic. As we're kind of rounding off and finishing off 2017, I've dedicated this last basically two weeks of the year to um, the holiday food fight, because I feel like it's so <laughs> relevant um, to this. This time of year. And that, you know, that counts for New Year's Eve parties as well as, you know, holiday events, Christmas parties, business outings. You know that businesses that you go to, they all invite you to their little business, you know, in Christmas or holiday open house that they may have. And so within all of those things, what is present? Food Yeah. For us, it's
0: a social event. It is. We socialize around food and drinks.
1: Right. And so what I found is that, you know, we really don't have as much sensitivity towards that as we need to. And also as awareness. And so how are we going to get the awareness and the sensitivity if we don't tell people about it? Right. You know, so that is kind of my campaign for the next 10 days you know, twelve days. whatever I don't even know how many days. we I have I know, left. right?
0: <laughs> who knows? All I know is that 2018 is knocking on our door,
1: right? And so, really looking at people who have anaphylactic and severe food allergies, you know, diabetes, as well as any food restrictions, calorie counts, because it's not only for the individual that has those food allergies. What if you're on a calorie count? What if you need to drop weight, like my son did before his surgery? You know, and yes, and
0: I'm glad you bring that up because for some people, and I don't know if this is just a mid Western thing and how we are with our food. It seems like if you're someone that's trying to lose weight or count calories, you're almost like shunned by other people because they feel like oh look at you but you're right a lot of times it's medical reasons for your son he had to drop weight before that surgery
1: right and so in this last podcast that just launched yesterday that just dropped yesterday really I covered some different fun ideas that you can do if you're the hostess with the mostest you know everybody (laughs) always likes to be that person out there you know where you can do different buffet areas make it more appetizer style and have different sections where you're salt-free dairy-free gluten-free because you think about it we're not just talking about you know everyone thinks when they think about anaphylactic and severe food allergies the first thing that comes to mind is what Peanuts. peanuts yeah i mean everyone thinks the same thing but there are so many other allergens you know that are out there when you think about shrimp you know seafood, yep. you know soy, all of that, and so really becoming very cognizant that people do have these issues, and it is not just that it's going to give them heartburn. You know this can be a life and death situation for some. So yes. really taking it seriously, it very very seriously. So you know the goal is is that every week we're going to stay on as the new year comes one topic, and that is not only going to cover supports within our communities, so different fundings supports and organizations that we're going to have on the podcast as well as on the Facebook Live and all of that. But we're also going to um, dive into the different um journeys of others so all you're gonna tell different- other people's story right. too. so we will have on interviews where we're gonna go through people's journeys their struggles you know which is I'm so saying? great As- because tammy when you
0: and i met years ago and i learned about your family and you told me about your son marcus and we met because you were um helping to raise money for an event for children's hospital which i know has been a mm-hmm. very important part of your journey yes. with your son you talked about how when you gave birth to this little boy, this baby boy, you had no idea what to expect. And perhaps there were mistakes made along the way because again, you didn't know any better. You only knew what was in front of you that you had said, gosh, if there was like a book or some way to, to help someone else so that this, they don't make the same mistakes that maybe you or someone right. else had made, you, you'd love to sign up and be a part of it. You're starting that. That's what right. this it's is. The, right. And this is such a gift to
1: so many people. I am so excited about it because what I, what exactly what you're speaking to, when I think about, you know, all of the years and the two different, the two decades that have, you know, gone by, I think about all of those other moms and those other providers that have impacted me and taught me the things I need to know. And I want to share everything that I know with others and whatever I don't know. Cause I don't claim that I know everything. Like I was saying, I feel that you become like the doctor specialist of what your child or your adult, your kid caring for has i want to bring those people on the podcast on the facebook on youtube you know tutorial videos to really break that down
0: you know and for people that are still maybe looking for answers for their loved one too there -hmm. are a lot of people that are in very early stages of this that still don't know yet what the diagnosis is going to be and what the challenges might be what a great resource that you're offering people now marcus how is he doing he looks great
1: He's doing pretty fabulous. Yes, he is. And it you know is, what? Props to you, mom, because you're doing a great job. Thank you. In his um, in his health overall, with his surgical procedure that he had, he is doing great. So we've had some other adversity, but I feel like I never try to dwell. on On that, you know, we still are at the hospital about two to three days a week and for all different things, um, because just because his, you know, back was fixed, as we talked about in that last podcast, doesn't mean any of the other things that he has going on have changed because it is a lifelong issue. Um, But I think that you have to take in, um, you have to take it with a a grain of salt, keep moving, you know, keep moving forward. And I'm really one that doesn't like to... Regurgitate, I don't know if that's a good word to use. Probably not. Yeah, it makes total sense. Regurgitate negativity and information. So, you know, I choose to focus on the positives, and he has had such great success in surgery, you know, being in the 3% of children in the whole entire United States that had the type of kyphosis and scoliosis that he had, him coming out of it, it was textbook, it couldn't have been asked for, you know, I mean, he's better. standing so much taller. Oh my gosh, and he's kept off I mean, we dropped 60 pounds yes. before the surgery, and so his health that way um, we go back to actually his pulmonary specialist tomorrow, but his lungs are almost back to full capacity of air intake on a regular basis. He put so in the work, way, yes. he did,
0: I mean, you were obviously there the whole Way, but he did put in the work to get to where he needed to be to be able to have the surgery, and then everything in the rehab and therapy yes. had to come after the surgery.
1: So he's kind of sick of listening to me. <laughs> well,
0: and what does what does he think about this online platform that you started with the podcast and the website and the YouTube channel? I mean, what does he think about it?
1: Um, well, you know, he wants to start a YouTube channel himself, <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, He's like, wait, if
0: mom's doing this, I'm going to do this.
1: Right, right. And that would be like a Nerf gun haven. Like he is just like the zombie apocalypse. That would be what his um, YouTube channel and podcast and everything would be about. But I think that he looks at it that I'm educating others. You know, I don't know that Marcus fully understands, you know, his cognitive ability is about at that seven to eight year old, you know, age range. And so some things that I do, you know, he takes in and he completely understands why I'm doing that. Them, and some of them he he doesn't fully understand that way but I know that he feels the same you know every time we're at the hospital if there's kids that are crying or something happening he he is always there to just step up and give somebody else encouragement yeah so he is much better at doing that for others as I say for all caregivers know that if you are the caregiver to a loved one they are going to be the hardest on you so I always yeah, give that sure. as info because people are like my kid is mad at me my elderly loved one is upset with me and I'm like you are the caregiver all the time. Um, I've actually resourced out. We have a fabulous trainer now three days a week that we go to. I go by myself, so I'm still in the facility there <laughs> Which for is so questions. important.
0: It's so important, Tammy, because you kind of talked about that to me um, when we were chatting. I, I forget when, but you mentioned that you still have to take care of you for people that are Caregivers, And and I'm I'm glad to hear that you're saying that, that you are going to the gym and that you're still taking some time for yourself.
1: Because you can't take care of anyone else if you can't, you know, if you don't take care of yourself. And so it is so important. You know, as we've talked about in the past, though, I think it becomes a struggle and it's very easy for doctors, brochures, different resources in the community to say, you need to have this time away. You need to do that. But when it comes down, push comes to shove and your elderly loved one or your child with special needs has chronic illness. Illness, you know, and things going on, I think it is hard to walk away. So figuring out those small ways on a regular basis that you can give yourself a little bit of that energy Which back. Which Tammy was telling me how
0: you just walked the block, but yet you still had Marcus's window open <laughs> so you could hear him
1: if he needed you. And I mean, that is did. so you little, to-
0: but that means a lot because it got you out of the house, yet Marcus was still safe and you could still be there if he needed something.
1: Right, because you need to know when you've had enough. And I think that within this whole process of the on-air advocate, what I look to bring to others is Having that self awareness, and I think the last time that I was on, we talked about you know planning for what's in your control, controlling the controllables. Oh gosh, right? everybody needs. Yeah, I and need to think across about that. The board, yes, you yes. know. But if you if you focus so much on, well, I still need to do this, and I still need to do that, you need to sit down for a hot minute when you're in this position as a caregiver, and really say, you know, this is where I'm at because you are caring for someone else's life on a daily basis, their quality of their life. So though we say we can fulfill this with our visions and our dreams and our work and I want to do this and that, sometimes that doesn't fit into that box, Yeah, you know, and we get so fixated on I need to do this and I need to do that and stressed about it instead of sitting back and saying, this is what is in my control. Because so much of being a caregiver and caring for somebody with a lifelong illness or or even a short-term illness, you know, when some people, their their parents, you know, their elderly loved ones, their life changes in that heartbeat when their parents become ill for that short duration. But even for that short duration, if it's a year, two years, five years, is that you need to be honest with yourself. And I think that that's a really, really hard thing to do sometimes because a lot of times it takes away things that we've done forever, things that we, you know, have always wanted to achieve, or things that we um, put pressure on ourselves that should be obtained every single day. So even with this podcast, and if you listen to my first podcast, I was pretty open about it. You were. Yeah. And I still, you know, I still am in every single platform, is that I am planning for what is in my control. All of my children, my youngest son turned 18 now, they are all going to be out of the house. I no longer have any Drivers at home. I am a single mom. I don't have anyone on a regular basis aside from my own mother who can help me. You know what I'm saying? With my son, there are a few outsources that I can use. But being a business owner, having employees, having a brick and mortar business, I need to look to say, what does that look like for the future? And let me tell you, after doing the same kind of work for 26 years, 27 years, very, very hard. But I need to start that process and start to look at what is in my control. What's and in at your the end control? of the day, you know, Marcus is still going to be with me and I need to care for him. And I need to also look at how am I going to give him his own legacy and give him his own quality of life?
0: Because he still has goals. And you talked about that the last time you were Mm -hmm. on, that he has dreams and things that he wants to accomplish. And so you have goals and he has goals. And how can all of that work together? Because you're both going to be living under the same roof. It sounds like for a long period of time.
1: Right, right. And so we, you know, I, I just think that sometimes we, so badly want other things to happen and didn't foresee our life being like this. But as I always say, like life isn't fair and I definitely am not the advocate that is all about the fuzzy and the warm all the time, you know, because I think that you need to mourn, you need to cry, you need to have moments of sadness and you need to get past it because the only way that you can advocate for somebody else is when your mind is clear, you are focused on their quality of life and not all the emotions that go around it oh tammy
0: that's well said oh my gosh giving me goosebumps i feel so thankful to have this time with you because you are just so passionate about this and you have the heart of a teacher
1: oh thank you oh my god you're crying i'm
0: crying because i've been watching you on this journey And you reached out
1: to me to learn how to put a podcast together. And look what you're doing. And and if someone someone has known me before, like (laughs) I said, like a couple years ago, I didn't even know how to put an attachment onto an email. (laughs) I am not techie. I have had people in the world of business doing things for me for a long time. And at this point... Obviously, as we all know, when we're trying to produce something new, there's money and there's funding and there's things behind it. And that's something that when you're caring for someone else, you don't have the, the opportunity to just give away those funds, you know yeah. what I'm saying, to others. And so um, this year I sought out to really step outside of my comfort zone. Now, often oh, you really say, have. You have. <laughs> I know. Sometimes people are like, you always step outside of your comfort zone. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm talking about stretching yourself, like stretching yourself to the point that it hurts, but you know that you need to do it. And so when I did that first podcast, when I went to the Apple store and I swear to gosh, I was their best customer six hours a week. I was there (laughs) asking them questions is that I knew that the only way to have significant growth and to get this done is to stretch myself to that point. And I kept referencing back in my head to that first time that I did my first set of nails. Okay. I was like 17 years old, first professional set of nails, and it took me like eight hours. Luckily, it was a family member <laughs> that bruises under their nails afterwards. Um, it but was you not did it. a pleasant experience, and I kept thinking to myself, Tammy, you know what? You're going to do this, and you're going to learn it, and you're going to know it, and every single time you do it, it's going to be easier, but the main thing is, is that the message we're getting across, and I know that I may not have all the answers, As the on-air advocate, but I know that within our community, outside of our community, over the last two decades, I have met so many absolutely amazing people that do have a lot of answers, that do have a lot of significant other content that can help widespread. And now
0: you've given them a platform, and this is definitely a a movement that's, I think, going to really take off. It already has. It's the on-air advocate. We have everything linked up at 991themix.com. Connect with Tammy. Connect with other You know, caregivers, parents, you're not alone. You're really not. There is a community here, and you're gonna embrace everybody with open arms. It sounds like because you've been there, you've been that parent that's wondering what yes. the heck am I supposed to yes. do here.
1: I know that sometimes people always ask themselves about that. They ask themselves, why me? Why the struggle? You know, why the pain? Yeah. But honestly, if you have not experienced pain and you have not experienced struggle, how do you ever build compassion and have that deep compassion for others? Oh, so, amen, you know When Tammy. we have been there, you know what I'm saying? We've been there and we've done that, and there is no part of it that is easy but we need to know that there are others that feel that exact same way and together we can build something absolutely so beautiful and have each other for support
0: oh and on that note that's perfect well congratulations i can't wait thank to have you, you back so on 50 shades of k and to see where you're at the next time that we talk because the sky's the limit for you tammy i'm telling you congratulations and happy holidays thank you so much for having me if you enjoyed this podcast and you want to hear more, make sure to subscribe so you can be updated when there's a new episode. So to subscribe to this podcast on your smartphone, open your podcast app or use your Google Play app. In the search box, type in 50 Shades of K. Now the 50 is spelled out, so it's five zero shades of K. Once the podcast comes up, click on it, and then hit the subscribe button. And as always, if you have any comments or suggestions for this podcast, feel free to email me at elizabethkradio at gmail.com. That's Elizabeth K A Y Radio at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy,